to the Lighten Up podcast with Lauren Polly, your invitation for living on the lighter side of life. I'm Lauren Polly, and I am delighted you have chosen to join me today for episode 238, Sharing is Not Caring. Uh, this episode is for all of you empaths, sensitives, caregivers, just people, people who want to connect and really have that kind of like share delicious experience with the people around you and are constantly getting bumped along the way up and down and all around in the meantime. Uh, it's a fascinating theme. It's something I've been working with a lot just in this past week. It's been popping up for me, uh, but I would say definitely all of my life. This has kind of been my life story. Uh, those of you who've obviously listened to this podcast before or read my multi-award winning book, The Other Side of Bipolar, know that a lot of my ups and downs in life have really come from my empathic abilities that have been twisted and misused. And a lot of us go through that. We have so many programs where we think about how we're supposed to connect and also how that connection is supposed to kind of like enliven our relationships and our life experience. And because we have all these weird and kind of faulty programs on how we're supposed to do it and what we're going to get out of it, a lot of us are not only left disappointed in relationships and interactions, but we're also left kind of feeling a little bit crazy. Like we're not quite sure what exactly happened. The sense of isolation, disconnection, and feeling wrong, going into a lot of self-judgment is something that a lot of us experience because of this. Uh, so my hope with this podcast episode is to really build a sense of space, a sense of peace, and also a sense of identity so that when you guys are interacting with people, there's not a sense of losing yourself in the dynamics or losing yourself in the other person and what they're experiencing. So let's break this down a little bit. Um, number one, I think it's super important to acknowledge, and as all these podcasts are, they're kind of little 15-minute blips of self-therapy. So please take the time to dive in and look for yourself how this may apply. Uh, look for yourself about how empathic and how caring you actually are. And a lot of us have gone into big reaction patterns around this where we, oh, I don't really care. Oh, I don't really care. Like we kind of get a little bit blocked and barriered and deflective with it because for so long we have deeply desired to connect. People haven't met us where we were expecting them to or we've gotten so lost in that dynamic itself that we've kind of lost a sense of self-identity that we've pulled away completely. So whether you're kind of in the throes of oversensitivity and really trying to absorb everybody and hold everybody's hand and shoulder the load and you're totally aware of that, or you've gone into this other extreme where you have blocked off and are totally shut down, still take a second just to tap into your baser nature how you sit in your energy field and your energy body, what you're aware of and what really draws you forward in life. A lot of us, it's about that sense of connection. And a lot of us seek it in interesting ways because we have been thrust into this reality and this society that's really people-focused and really focused on shared experiences. This is where the sharing is not caring comes in. 
because we are so focused on needing to share experiences, we have so many expectations of what that needs to look like, how it needs to happen, and what we're supposed to take away from it after our interaction. The problem with that, and I know everybody knows this on a cognitive level, is that no two people experience the same thing the same way. There really isn't the bandwidth to still feel connected and intimate with people around you while you're sharing any kind of experience without having to match each other completely. You know, how often have you been in conversation with somebody, either a deep relationship partner where you really are seeking a sense of connection or even just somebody that you're bopping along down the street and you meet just wanting to, again, not feel isolated and feel like, well, all of us are kind of here together. Again, sharing this experience and have walked away not only feeling more disconnected, more isolated and empty, but also very confused. Uh, For me, especially in my younger years when I didn't understand this, It wasn't just confusion and actually went a lot into my depression and my anxiety symptoms because I couldn't quite figure out why that other person was acting that way in this circumstance and how come my experience of it was so different. If you've kind of felt like that round pig trying to fit yourself in the square hole or vice versa, this may actually apply to you. Again, you are empathetic, you do care, and because you have that sense of wanting to connect, we've been programmed and we are naturally drawn into that shared experience. So not only that first problem point of kind of having your expectations not met and being thrown for a loop, which happens a lot, we get disappointed and confused that way, builds barriers in our relationships and lots of communication breakdowns, big time. Uh, But it's also interesting because if you go in deeper with that, you can actually start to see where you lose your sense of identity, your singular viewpoint, your own desire, and also your own connection to how you're experiencing that moment. Because you've either gone so deep into that other person's world wanting to connect with them and have that shared moment, or you've gotten so lost in this weird dynamic that doesn't quite match what it is you're actually thinking and feeling that you've gone into self-confusion. Being able to gain a sense of space and peace, and again, this like identity of singularity, and it's almost like the yoga perspective. In yoga, they talk about the observer's mind when you're meditating. Being able to have a sense of space, a little bit of removal even, It's actually super helpful in this scenario because most of us want to connect so deeply that we go so deep into sharing that we lose ourselves. And then this observer thing comes in where now I need to take two steps back and kind of remove myself from the situation. We get a lot of sense of peace that way and relief, even energetically right now, take two energetic steps back from whoever's world you're in. Whether you have energetically your mind, your mind has followed your child to school or energetically you're still at the office when actually you're at home relaxing or trying to relax right now or your mind has gone off to a relationship issue with a family member who's not even close by, take two energetic and mind steps back from that person. 
start to walk yourself back home to yourself and to your body. Walk yourself back to actually being present in the moment. Immediately, even me doing it while I'm talking, there's a sense of peace and there's a sense of space. I can exhale a little bit more. The challenging thing I've found for myself and also with a lot of the private clients that I work with is this is hard to maintain. Two reasons. Number one, because we are so used to caring means sharing, meaning if you're sad, I'm sad with you. If you're upset, I'm going to be upset for you too. Or, hey, you're happy. I guess I'm going to match your happiness. It's not a self-identity. This is how I feel. This is what I'm aware of. This is what I'm going to bring to the situation. We've gone so deep into that sharing with that other person that that becomes what we think connection and intimacy and caring is. So when we start to do this energetic two steps back, you can take more if you need to. I definitely have those relationships where I have to take uh, maybe 50 feet back, (laughs) do what you need to do. Uh, But when you start doing that and then you go into interacting with somebody, it gets harder. So doing it in an isolated activity, like listening to this podcast and just taking those energetic or mind steps back is one thing, but when you go into interacting with someone, you have to really be aware of where you go. And I mean where your mind goes, where your energy goes, where your emotions, your awareness, everything, because what you'll tend to do is to start popping into their experience and lose yourself in the process. It feels like you're a bit disconnected or a little bit, for me, I felt a bit cold when I started to practice this. Uh, But what I noticed after I got used to feeling a little cold and removed because I was no longer going in and matching their emotions and sharing their experience, I started to have such a sense of peace, such a sense of myself and my own kind of emotional experience of that moment that I was able to be more authentic with that person because I was able to actually be there as myself and sharing perhaps a different perspective, a different emotion, it created something super, super different. So initially when you start to play with it, it may feel like that. You may feel a bit cold, a bit removed and kind of counterintuitive. You know, energetically we've been taught to go in and share the person's experience to care for them, to help them, to educate them, who knows. To be able to actually now take a step back, it's a bit confronting and it feels weird at first in interactions. But if you keep practicing that muscle, you'll start to notice true connection actually building. True connection, true intimacy is when you're actually present and you're there for yourself. And as you're present and you're there for yourself and you can actually share from that space, not match the other person, it's a different experience. Not losing yourself in the dynamics or other people's experience of the moment, but having your own, we come out of the sharing and we come more into a co-creation or a coexistence that actually creates something super, super different. Those expectations that we have of the other person go away because we start to know, hey, I don't feel the same way about them. That's okay. We can still 
connect. We're still here together. And then also this weird thing where you lose your self-identity. It's so dangerous because so often the people that I work with, there's such a sense of needing to have something different needing a sense of peace because the anxiety is so high or the depression is so big or just this sense of confusion or I'm on the hamster wheel and I'm exhausted but I don't know how to stop and I don't know what to do different. And when I ask them, well, what is it you desire in your life? A lot of times it's a blank space. Look for yourself at this moment. What is it that you desire for yourself, your living? And if it feels like a blank space or it feels muddly or confused, energetically, mindly, take two to 50 steps back from everyone in your life. Walk yourself back home until you have a sense of yourself and your body and you can exhale. And now ask that question again. What is it that you desire in your life? and in your living, do you start to have more of a sense, more of a clearer-eyed view of what may work for you when you actually pull yourself out of shared experiences and into your own? Not only do, do our expectations lead to the communication breakdowns and relationship upsets, but on a deeper level, this is how we lose our sense of self when we are so deep into shared experience that our filter of what we desire and how we should live and even our life choices get so colored, so filtered by the other people in our life or the dynamics that we can't find what would actually work for us. I invite you to play with this. I had other tools I was gonna bring into this, but I think a deep dive into these two aspects of this one tool. When you are by yourself taking the moment to actually take energetic steps, mind steps, bringing your mind back out of other people's heads, bringing your energetic sense of space, your stress level, your anxiety, your worry, whatever it is, two steps to 50 steps back, walk yourself back home until you start to feel more connected and more present with yourself, your body, and that moment. And then that muscle, that muscle, then when you start interacting with people, watch yourself and how deeply you pop into the shared experience from their perspective. Catch yourself, because you're going to do it, I promise you, I still do too. You'll catch yourself and then remind yourself, up oh, two steps back to me. Up, oh, you'll catch yourself again. Okay, I know how to fix this. Two steps back to me. Give it a whirl this week. See what shifts and changes for you just with that about your sense of connection and your sense of intimacy with yourself and the people in your life. And then once you get a sense of that, really looking at what would you like to create next for you? My guess is you're going to have an easier time not only knowing what that is, but moving your path forward to actually create it. Have an amazing week, and as always, I will chat with you on a Tuesday yet to come.